12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Unquiet Blood, 12-sided stories, 5E, Vampire the Masquerade Show. This tale is rules light, story heavy, and covered in blood. And now, our GM, Matt Beauvais. Hello and welcome to this episode of Unquiet Blood, a game of Vampire 5e. I am your GM, Mac Beauvais, and I've got some players with me. I'm going to let them introduce themselves, starting with Pooja. Hello, I am Pooja, and I am playing Isha, a gangrel who has possibly made unjudicious <laughs> decisions about meeting with a pack of werewolves by herself. Hi, y'all. Uh, Jay, I'm playing Luke Rage, an anarchist, punk rock star, and bruja, not necessarily in that order order and i am down for the revolution hello i'm saint and i am playing uh dia Gio, uh kind of down on her luck tremere who is uh kind of um interested in werewolf blood we'll say i'm michelle otis and i'm playing maria zarg a toreador a german artiste who absolutely is fabulous and trying to keep john from imploding Hello, I am Wes Otis, and I'm playing John LaRoche, and I'm imploding. (laughs) (laughs) So let's see if I can recap where we left off, because it was a bunch of crazy happening. So you guys managed to go and track down Gladys's house, which was vacant, and she had notebooks with all kinds of crazy scribbles and the uh, name Prince Gladys written through a lot of the notebooks and also lists of names and things like that. You caught a spy who was watching her house, Josiah, another Nosferatu, who was very convinced that Gladys is the right person for the job of Prince of Hollywood, which I don't think any of you agreed with. We ended up over at the Armadillo, a dive bar, to meet Coyote, and Coyote has agreed to introduce you to the werewolves. And so where we left off, you're rolling up in front of the werewolf mini mansion out in the Hollywood Hills. And that's where we're going to pick up. So as you all exit the very packed taxi cab, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I like sardines in there. <laughs> you can smell the werewolves even before you get to the door. You just know. And there's always been this discussion that there's a natural line between vampires and werewolves and that the two never shall be friends. But you're rolling up there anyway and with a bottle of I think we decided it was Johnny Walker. That sounds about right. And a six pack of beer. Yep, probably Schlitz. <laughs> <laughs> Schlitz or Paps. Why are werewolf parties always BYOB? <laughs> <laughs> and Coyote turns to Isha and says, just mind your manners and everything should be fine. 
We'll stay over here uh, as close as we can get without causing an issue. Uh, the signal for if something's going wrong is screaming. Well, that could also be the signal for if something's going right. Uh, <laughs> True. I'll leave Charlie with you and uh, my red-tailed hawk. Uh, yes. A lights upon uh, John's shoulder. <laughs> Like, well, okay, this is an animal, all right. That's a scary bird. Okay. Beastmaster over there. (laughs) All right, so, Isha, you go up to the door with Coyote, who doesn't even bother knocking. There's, the door swings open, and there's a very tall woman inside, dark skin, very buff, bright eyes, and just kind of gives you a quizzical look and then sort of a lopsided grin looking at the bottle in your hand. I come bearing gifts. Clearly. Uh, to what do we owe this uh, pleasure? I um, have information and and possibly an offer. Well, I suppose you can go ahead and step on into this den of werewolves if you're feeling so inclined and we can have a discussion. Nothing like a good civilized discussion. Well, hopefully that's how it's going to stay. And uh, let's see, uh, count. And, and it's clear that she's sort of counting in her head. Your friends are welcome as well. Oh. I don't think there's enough of you to cause much trouble. <laughs> well. And we're like half a block or a block away, <laughs> so that's pretty impressive. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to communicate with Charlie to get him to, to come forward so that the rest of them follow him. So this bird sort of pecks at your head, John. <laughs> <laughs> And takes off towards the door. Shit. All, all right. I, I, she, could she really be in trouble already? Let's go find out and follow the bird. And chasing a falcon in Hollywood was not how I pictured my evening going, but nope. uh, it's fine. Sure. And Charlie flies in and sets on your shoulder, Isha, and everybody piles into Casa de Werewolf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and inside, there's... You can see at least a dozen people, all varying shapes and sizes. And uh, it's obvious that there's even more in some of the rooms that you can't see and out back having a very good time, just hanging out and drinking mostly. Environment question, slightly out of character. What's the status of the house? Is it like a wrecked kind of like party house situation? So like music blaring or is it like, what's the general atmosphere? It's sort of like a mellow party house, if that makes sense. Everybody is just kind of hanging out. The place doesn't look trashed, but there's obviously a lot of bottles and cans hanging around and it's just sort of like a family gathering. Okay. Too wild, hey. And we can hear like people in other rooms and stuff. Like we're kind of aware. Yeah, so you get the feeling there's probably close to a couple of dozen werewolves running around. Yeah, we're no we're no match for, for this group. There's no no fucking way. <laughs> so we're gonna have to mind our P's and Q's as it were. That's <laughs> interesting. We walked straight into a literal wolf stem. Yep, yep, yep. Well, it's good that you invited the rest, because definitely I am not the uh, talker. I like to speak with action, speak louder than words. You know the old saying. But I can respect that. But Maria, you are so good at, you know, talking to people. And I'm sure that these people 
would love to, you know, hear about the situation the prince is putting them in. Uh, I'm not sure what you are talking about. I do appreciate you called us people, which does not happen very often between our kinds. And I just realized I have been very rude. My name is Morgan, and you all are... I am Maria. That one I gathered. (laughs) I am John. Uh, you can call me Dia. I'm Luke. And where's the bar? Everywhere. (laughs) Cool. Find a bottle. (laughs) And that is what I do. (laughs) (laughs) And I am Isha. So tell me, she goes back and settles onto a couch just very casually, very obvious that she has no worries about you being there. What brings you here? Something about a prince? Yes. Um, there's a situation where I don't know why, but the prince, well, I do know why. For, for reasons, the prince has us sort of beholden to him and he's holding someone we care about hostage. And he sent us on a mission to clear out the werewolves in his area. <laughs> Yes, we knew this was quite impossible and and a futile effort. He just said y'all. Yes. Well, I think that the issue is the fact that either he wants to get rid of us because he's hoping that we'll run in here like idiots and try to take out 24 of you all at once and get rid to shreds, or he doesn't know how many of you are here and is hoping that we can get rid of you that way. Or a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Either either way, y'all end up fucked. Right. Right, exactly. (laughs) That all being said, we want to save our friend, but we also are not as dedicated to the power structure that has been formed. And sometimes uh, the, you know, the cliche enemies of enemies and all, we thought we might speak with you candidly about it and see what you, your positions on it would be. So right now there's only five of us, but after we die trying to get rid of you, then they send the real force and you guys have a real problem, you know. <sighs> we ain't here for politics. And just, uh, They don't care. Clearly. With our kind, it's always politics. Mm-hmm. Um, very glad to be what I am right now, I'll tell you that much. Because I don't much care for politics, and neither does the rest of the pack. So you just moved in recently because you're moving around? Or are you looking for a home to stay for a long time? Actually, uh, Coyote here has been helping us out. We've been, well, frankly, looking to break into the movie industry. If you hadn't noticed, it's been uh, quite a time for disaster films. And they're looking for a lot of stunt people, and we can take quite a lot of damage. Mm. Oh, that's genius. Genius. Is that the only kind of movie that you're interested in? (laughs) I feel like there's a proposition coming, and I'm not sure if it's one that I want to (laughs) hear. Well, there's no shame in it. There's quite a lucrative industry that is slightly less mainstream, but you can, you know, feel free to be more of your true self. I wish you would speak a little more plainly. I'm really hoping you're talking about horror movies. There is, as you know, your kind, my kind, there are even other kinds, and everyone has certain urges, and everyone has things that they like to watch, want to relax, to release some tension. (laughs) 
And and there's just something about being able to show your own nature. And it can be very, very satisfying for everyone involved and incredibly lucrative. Isha, I thought you said you had a hard time with talking. <laughs> I have a hard time talking about politics and peace and when you're talking about business. That is a language I understand. <laughs> Well, I think we're the cart in front of the horse, as it were. Um, oh, fine. But let's put a pin in the in the movie industry for a second. Yeah, look, the, these folks have their big plans. I'm just here for a good time. I think y'all are too. And I'll tell you, the prince is getting in the way of everybody's good time right now. We don't need a bunch of stuffy ass vampires telling people how to live their lives and what they what they're gonna do, right? None of us need. Yes, I agree, but... I mean, I was just talking about a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you're talking about filming those good times. (laughs) Nothing wrong with it. I'm not against that. I'm just saying, let's just, you know, like like Doug says, we we seem to have a common enemy, so why not make common cause uh, and fuck some shit up? Um, As much as I I enjoy watching Luke fuck some shit up... um, I also think that we should talk about, you know, I don't really see why you can't get into the movie business, be it legitimate or eight millimeter, but... Y'all are some strange vampires. <laughs> That's the point. We're not, if we were normal vampires, there'd be three times as many of us and we'd be trying to kill you now. But instead of trying to talk to you and trying to come up with a solution where everybody's happy and we can all do what we want to do instead of worrying about what some fucker from Sweden, from some Viking asshole that is trying to still pillage everything he sees, you know? Can I just insert that uh, Dee has been quiet because she just she's helping one of the werewolves with a gravity bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta help you out there. Just, oh, I'm listening. just uh, oh, you've got that upside down, sir. Let me just help you with that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's that old joke: smoking pot leads to carpentry. Exactly. <laughs> Werewolf is very thankful and very high. Excellent. Anyway, anyway, Dia is helping somebody with the bong. That's that's all good. Are you are you taking any hits off of the bong, Dia? Uh, you know, I just I didn't think so at first, but now that I'm thinking about it, perhaps <laughs> if the, if Good Wolf lets me, then why not? I think for your assistance, you will be allowed to help take some of the smoke out of the bong and into your own lungs if you're interested and start getting a little high in this den of very interesting werewolves that you haven't really encountered before. To say that uh, turn to my partner and it's like, hey, you don't smell that bad. I know we give you a lot of shit, but just like, yeah, it's like dog, but a little more blood normal, right? We're all beasts. You know what? You're quiet, but I like you. <laughs> and he just kind of nods really slowly and you can tell that the wheel is spinning, but the hamster's dead. (laughs) (laughs) So I just start kind of like poking. It's like, you know, I love dog noses. Can you change your nose? Just the nose? I just want to boop it. (laughs) To be real honest. (laughs) No, no, no boop the snoot. (laughs) 
I respect your decision. Yeah, but uh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, man. Thanks for the greens. That's real nice. I mean, just met you, and it's quite courteous. Yeah, I'm I'm that kind of person. Now tell me more about person. You as a person, not a wolf. Are you uh, you doing this stunt stuff? Stunt stuff sounds pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. I uh, the, it does seem like it might be kind of fun, and uh, you know, can earn some more money for more weed. <gasps> I just am pa- I'm pausing. Like yes, more weed. Very good. Shoot. These guys weren't here all the time, though. Like, where? And I'm like, kind of playing up that I'm more high than I am. It's like, where are you? Like, re- what are you here for, really? Because what if the stunt stuff doesn't work out? Well, I overheard that there might be some other studio work. I didn't really understand it, but <laughs> damn it, I thought I found something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say that out loud? Uh, I'll just be like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> You know what? No, no, calm down. It's cool. You know, nothing, there's nothing that can't be fixed with more weed. And like, passes you the bong again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just glance at my compatriots. They're still uh, doing their serious stuff. Like, you know, I guess I will indulge. (laughs) I would just as a side note, like to point out that this is the one time in history where porn music and popular music are so <laughs> the best soundtrack in the background. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I thought I was going to find something, but now I'm just hot. <laughs> I like to imagine that this is all being said out loud. <laughs> like, unintentionally, like starting to have that inner monologue become the outer monologue. And the werewolf just kind of pats you on the shoulder. <laughs> I didn't realize I said that out loud, but. Uh... <laughs> you totally did. <laughs> Vampire munchies. <laughs> Speaking of flavors, werewolves are smelling kind of not terrible to you right now. I'm going to just let you know that. And I was at full hunger before, but do the munchies, would that take a notch out or, or change that at all? Now here's some mechanics. <laughs> we're going to roll a die and we're going to okay. find out. All right. Okay. All right. I've got my emulator. Let me just all right. You're actually, die. you're fine. You're just, you're, you're high and you might, your constitution might be low, but you're not like dying from munchies right now. I'm not going to freak out. All right. I'll accept that. Although they are werewolves, they might have some organ meat kicking around somewhere or something good for you. Nice snack, but just, uh, just throwing it out there. So for now, I'm just looking at my friend. I'm like, dude, dude, you're not that fuzzy. Like, what the fuck? I, where even are we in my house? I'm just I'm starting to spit out. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking of that couch, that werewolf weed. No, it should be remembered that 1970s weed is not the same as 2020. I know, babes. Dia is like, I yeah. love that this is the second time that we've gotten Dia completely fucked up. <laughs> I forgot about the cocaine right now. <laughs> so, so did Dia. <laughs> so you're smoking weed with a werewolf and having a, a great time. His name is Tyler, by the way. Way. Yes, I was about to ask his name. What up, Tyler? I right, were chilling. <laughs> Most everybody else is still engaging with uh, Morgan. And so we just uh, obviously gave you a, a lot to think about. We don't have 
a ton of time to save our friend, unfortunately. And honestly, you don't have to help us at all, but if you were willing, maybe we can work out a deal. Even though the, the films that Isha talked about might not be the way to go, she might have some ins at some of the other studios that we might be able to help you out in some way. Being honest, that's sort of why we've engaged Coyote here. He's got a lot of contacts for us, and honestly, I don't really see why we should much get involved with your politics. Because if you don't get involved with us, they're just going to come out here and get rid of you all. They can try. Like I said, they sent five of us probably because they wanted us to be taken care of. The next wave won't be five people and it, it won't be like us. It will be the prince's guard. And, and it will be far more. And they probably only sent us, yes, probably to get killed, but also to find out your numbers. Plus an excuse. You kill us, then they say, well, they were killed and we have to retaliate now. And Though you don't want to be a part of politics, politics is life, unfortunately. Whereas all we're saying is, in a way, you could just follow us to the place we go and then take care of that business yourself. Look, I like y'all. Seem like good folks, but I just don't see getting my people involved with this. And I mean, the easy answer right now would be to go ahead and rid this place of five vampires right right now. But, like I said, I like y'all. We like you too. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, all roads lead to confrontation. What is it that would, uh, how you say, sweeten the pot for you? Well, y'all want this prince fella to be no more. And uh, would you be setting up some sort of replacement government here? Or would you be working to keep it free of vampire politics so that we can continue to go our way and you can continue to go yours? We're definitely more of a be and let be, kind of. We don't see the point. I mean, there needs to be some sort of power structure insofar as dealing with bodies and everything else. You understand that part. But I don't see why vampires have to necessarily go out and get rid of competition like you all. And that is where we differ very much. Like you said, human versus beast. We will respect your autonomy and you'll respect ours and you live and let live. So you all intend to run the show then? We'll just send him packing. I mean, we're talking run is a loose term here. Go from a monarchy to more of a socialist, democratic kind of setup. Yeah, a loose affiliation. A coalition, if you will. Right. None of us want to be told how to eat, right? Let's see, let's see. What do you propose we do to help you? Because I don't think it sounds like a full assault is the right answer. That is something we're all going to have to talk about and figure out a plan on how to deal with the situation. Because there are several factions when it comes to vampires. There's a group of notes for Atu being run by a, a woman who wants to take over the city. There is the prince himself. Gladys is delusional. But she might be useful. She might be useful. Where is this Gladys? At the, this point, we're not sure. We just went to her house right now and she wasn't there. But one way we could do it is if you guys 
somehow laid low, we could say that we took care of the situation and then figure out where that puts us in his good graces and then use that to lull him into a sense of um, security. And then you help us take him out once he feels comfortable around us. If he thinks that you're gone already and that you've been taken care of and we get our friend out, then we can get close enough to him that we can take him out. But we'd need your help for it. I imagine your prince is going to want some kind of proof. I don't think that us lying low is the answer here. Plus, where are we going to go? Well, any suggestions you all have, we're of course open to hearing. Enjoying the show? Then take a moment to join our Patreon, support the podcast, and get early access to episodes and bonus content. Head to 12-Sided Stories Patreon today. We could Trojan horse him. Mm-hmm. If we... He is going to want proof. And what better proof than bodies that aren't actually all the way dead? I'm not sure I care much for this idea, because that depends on just sending in a couple of us against something we don't know. We, we'd be going in almost blind. What about finding a way to frame the prince for something that gets the Camarilla very upset and they replace him? And just to clarify, the idea of the Trojan horse, not so much that it would just be a couple of you, but that a couple that opens the floodgates, per se. Easier to open the gates from the inside than batter them down from the outside. And y'all are performers. Think about it this way. We roll back to the print with proof, quote unquote, of what we have done. Say three bodies, a little makeup, a little good acting. We're bringing our prince a prize. We found these werewolves, but you know, it's all a show. And he comes close to check it out. Hey, Jay. Yeah? Can I have you roll a charisma and persuasion roll for me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can. Two successes, a nine, nice. and an eight, and a five. Nice. And uh, Morgan leans back looking a little flattered. I suppose we can work with y'all and figure out some sort of arrangement here. I, I'm still not as keen about having a couple of us go in and open up the floodgates because there's still only so many of us up against God knows how many. I think if you can come back to us with some better reconnaissance, we might be able to work something out. But it also sounds like you need to deal with this Gladys problem. Uh, Yes, I think that that can actually work to all of our benefits. Right. Maybe we use Gladys as a a way to get the prince's eyes off of the, the werewolves as much. Someone that wants to usurp and is being so open about it might be a good way. Um, the last thing just to throw out there is that we do our reconnaissance and, and maybe maybe this happens during the day. I break out the sunscreen. No, I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about them. We set it up for them to be able to do during the day so that they're safer and they have more of a chance of succeeding. We try to figure out the security so they can bypass it and they use the daytime in order to do the necessary business as it were. That might work. Not a bad idea. But you still have to come back to us with security information. and Right. We can go do some research and make some plans and then we'll come back to you with a solid plan. 
and Coyote kind of shuffles his feet a little bit, looking, you know, like when you're about to propose a plan or offer something and you know that you shouldn't because it's going to be more trouble for you in the long run. He looks at everybody and just goes, how maybe, maybe there's a way we can help with Gladys too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have a point of origin for her trail. Yeah. 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 Think about who you're talking to friends. (laughs) We can, uh, you got your talents. We have our talents. That would be mighty useful. And I'm not about to volunteer any of my friends here, but I could maybe be talked into assisting. Oh, Coyote, you've always been so helpful. So when you do your usual, you know, work, how much would you charge to basically track someone? What's the normal rate that you would do? I think that uh, Isha is well aware of my rates at this point, and I'll let you all discuss between you if you can afford me. But it is something within my wheelhouse, and I'm not one to pass up work, especially right now. Give us a few minutes to talk. We'll then say our goodbyes and be on our way. All right, so like all of us, I guess, kind of go over to the side. I, I think that it is worth our while to hire Coyote to find out where all the pieces of the board are. He's always been what is bought is bought in a way. Mm-hmm. You don't have his loyalty, but he's got good business sense. Yeah, we don't need him loyal. You just need his nose. Is there a chance that he's uh, got something else going on tied to this? Probably. I mean, he's going to work all the angles, but once you pay him, he'll deliver. All right, let's let's pay him then and get this ball going. Yep, sounds good to me. I guess our second best choice is Tyler, but he's passed out. <laughs> Who's Tyler? What? Tyler's my new best friend. I don't want to eat werewolves anymore. Are you trying to adopt one of them? I don't I don't think that I just look, he's fuzzy in all the right spots now and that's really cute. I just like don't judge me. For I might talk to him again later. I don't know. <laughs> just trails off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, dear? Do you. You do do your thing. It's this is great. I'm so confused. Free your mind and your body will follow. I I mean this could be incredibly lucrative for everyone. Yeah, this is great. Well let's get past the, the, the bloodthirsty Viking prince first and then we'll talk about lucrative. Fine. So yeah, I guess pay Coyote to do his thing. So are we gonna follow with him or are we gonna have him report back and let us know where she's at? Because how much, how late is it at this point? Yeah, we've been out a while. Uh, Let's see, I think you've been out for a while. So it's probably something that he could do for you during the daytime. Yep, that'd be good. Okay. And then tell us tomorrow night. So are you, you guys are going to deal with the coyote then? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to pay him to find out what Gladys is doing and the notes for Atu in general. And then I guess tomorrow night after we find out that information, maybe we'll split up. Some of us will go after Gladys and then some of us will do recon on the prince. You know, we can kind of figure that out. So yeah, I guess go to Morgan and 
We appreciate your hospitality and we will get the information that we uh, have spoken of and see if there's some way that we can work together so that we can all enjoy life and do what we want to do free of artificial barriers. <laughs> yeah. Artificial barriers. So thank you. Well, uh, wish y'all luck and I hope to hear from you again, but if not, it was very nice meeting y'all. If you don't hear from us again, know that the prince knows that there are werewolves here and that could be a problem for you. So just keep that in mind. Much appreciated. We may try to do some things to keep the prince off your back. Definitely. Yeah, you're not all bad. <laughs> and then make her exit. So as everyone is leaving, Coyote comes and uh, takes Isha by the arm for a second. One more thing. Yeah. In addition to my payment, I want you to owe me a favor. Favor TBD. Well done. Agreed. But I want more than just her location. Uh, your counter offer is? I want to know who her benefactor is. There's someone who's been spurring her to do this, and I want an I want to know. I'll see what I can find out. But short of talking to her and beating it out of her, I'm not sure. And I don't particularly think that our deal covers me going into a nest of vampires. No, but if you pick up a second scent, if she went to meet her contact tonight. I'll see what I can find out. So uh, get a hold of me tomorrow night. I'll see you at Armadillo's. See you at Armadillo's. <laughs> and with that, Coyote wanders back into the house and closes the door. And I guess, uh, are we just going to go and go to sleep and then start again tomorrow? That would be my impression. Is uh, is everybody going to go back to their... Well, John, where are you going to go? Because your usual roosting spot is a problem. I will probably do what I always do. Uh, Maria, <laughs> I uh, need a place to crash. <laughs> Maria just rolled her eyes. Of course, John. Thank you. No nibbling on my herd without permission. Uh, I know. <sighs> so much easier when there wasn't uh, the Inquisition. Anyway, let's go. All right. So everybody's going to have some nice vampire sleepy time. And when you wake up, it's time for a rouse check. So everybody roll a d10. Six or higher succeeds. Under that, you have a little more hungry on your track. Yeah, but I, I get more hungry. I got more hungry. I got more hungry, and I'm already at three, so... Oh! oh. Where, where is everybody at on their hunger tracks right now? I'm at a two. Okay. I'm at one. Okay. I'm at zero. Okay. But I am hungry for money, so I'm going to give Raul. It's like, put out some feelers, put up a business plan for new, like, werewolf solo and werewolf slash vampire. Like, <laughs> what would the demographics think? <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. How is John doing? Uh, I have a two, and I haven't had cocaine in two days, and I have a, a bag of cocaine in my, from Armadillo's <laughs> oh, from the other night, so... There's a lot of competing things going on. Clearly. So let's go back to Luke real quick. Yeah, I'm real, real hungry. Yeah. What are you going to do about that? Especially given you know that you're going into potentially a dangerous situation this evening and you've got four hunger and you can't slake that with one person without killing them. Yep. Which means I'm gonna have to kill somebody. All right. 
let's talk about that. I don't. I'm not a real big fan of it, but it makes more sense than trying to feed off of a bunch of people. It's just that's just not efficient. Okay, which grouping's going to get it? Oh God. Uh, well, you know, it's Hollywood. It's the '70s. The kid who just got off the bus. Oh, oh some corn-fed Iowa kid. Poor Taylor. <laughs> Poor Taylor. Little did they know. <laughs> yep, moved to just got here, so I I moved past sort of my groupies to the lower levels of the hotel to you know the people who are actually just staying at the hotel, sort of scout the lobby for duffel bags, cheap suitcases held together with twine, badge shoes, you know. You definitely find that. And uh, he looks like, oh, what is that character's name on 30 Rock? <laughs> Jack? Jack Mc- Kenneth. <laughs> Kenneth. Kenneth. Yeah, so you, you find a Kenneth. His name's Taylor, but he's very much a Kenneth. Yep. And out sitting in the lobby, reading a newspaper, looking at the want ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I approach her and say, hey. Well, hi. You, you, I haven't seen you around here. You, you knew? Uh, you could say that, yeah. To, to Hollywood, anyway. Oh, well, welcome, welcome. Um, I'm Luke. Well, hi, Luke. Nice to meet you, and you are? I'm Taylor. Oh, Taylor. Excellent, excellent. Uh, listen, so I, I'm i in a band. Oh, wow. You might have heard of us. Luke Rage and the Missiles were pretty popular. Oh, is that that rock and roll type music? It is, it is. Yeah, yeah. We play we play here at the hotel. They've got a little venue downstairs. But uh, I, the reason I ask is, you know, you look like a, a strapping fella. And I, we've lost one of our roadies. And I just need to need some help get some gear down from my room out into the van. I hate to be rude, sir, but does it pay? You know what? It does. It does. I was going to offer you a hundred bucks. You know, because we've got a we've got a, a gig this afternoon. We got a gig tonight, late tonight in Santa Monica, and I just got to make sure to get this stuff there. And our our regular roadie just failed. So, gosh, um, let me see if the hotel can maybe hold my bags. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yep. And he scuttles off. You know what? Actually, you know, wait, Taylor, bring your bags with you. Oh. I'll just keep them in my room, and you can just get them when the gig is done. Are you, are you sure? I wouldn't want to be an inconvenience. No inconvenience at all. No, no. Okay. Can I make a phone call real quick? Uh, you know, we really just gotta, I really gotta get this going. I know, I just, uh, I told my mom I would check in with her and she'd be so excited to know that I got a job. Like- You can call her after, you can call her after. Cause really we gotta, I gotta get going. And if you- Oh, okay, okay, sir. I, uh, I, uh yes, Mr. Rage. Just Luke, Luke is fine. Just come on with me. My room's up on the third floor, so just come on up. Okay. And he grabs his bags, one of which is actually held together with a bit of twine. God damn it. No. And cheerfully, blissfully follows you upstairs and just seems bursting with energy. Mm-hmm. That's... Sorry, kid. Uh, yeah, so just... We'll take the elevator up, and so where, where are you from? Oh, from out about Iowa. No, oh, it's a nice, nice place out there. I haven't spent a lot of time, but I hear it's real, real nice. Well, I mean, we... Uh, not to brag, I was part of a band out there myself. Oh, yeah? What kind of music? Oh, um... Well, I mean, it was mostly at the church. Oh, nice. That's nice. You know, church music, everyone gets their start in church music, don't they? Yeah, I just, uh... 
oh, it felt real good being able to, you know, play music for the Lord. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. So my room is just just down the hall here. Just just come on with me. All right. And he follows along. Do you clear everybody out of the room or do you have a private room? I've got a private room. I've got a private room. Okay. So I, I lead him into the room and shut the door behind me and then make with the pouncing. <laughs> All right. Hold on a second. I'm checking something. Um... I want something a little different from you. First, I'm going to have you roll your strength and brawl. Okay. Ooh, that's only two successes. Okay. That's still enough. He's pretty scrawny. You knock him to the ground and his cross slips up on his chest and out of the the top of his shirt. And I need you to roll willpower for me because the cross itself isn't enough, but having true faith is. I was like, are you about to chomp down on a true believer? Uh, you know, I don't. Which one's what's willpower? Is that resolve or willpower? It's one of the other tracks. So, like, where blood potency is and humanity and stuff like that. There we go. So I have a five. So that's five dice. Yeah, you have pretty good willpower. One success. Ooh. You can feed on him. Mm-hmm. Number one, it's going to cost you a humanity point. Yep. And it's going to throw you off for the rest of the night because his blood is going to feel awful, like burn as you drink it. Mm, you know what? Willing to take it. All right. Numb it with the old alcohol. So I'm just going to. Sorry, kid. Sorry, Taylor. Sorry, Kenneth. <laughs> All right, you can definitely drain him, but yeah, it feels horrendous the entire time. It just, it's like making your eyes well up. It's so bad. Mm. Is it like drinking like capsaicin, like just spicy shit? Yeah, yeah, like that that beyond spicy to the point where it just fucks your entire system up. Yep, 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 yep. And I'm going to say you're going to be at a detriment for the rest of the night when you do your rolls. Okay. So your difficulty, just keep it in mind, is going to go up to sevens. Sevens. Got it. For all of your rolls. Oof. All right. Because you you are powering through, you know, very devoted blood. Got it. So you drink this blood and it's going to be a rough night. And I take it everybody is going to go and meet up at Armadillo's. Before we go to Armadillo's, I'm going to ask one of my herd to, you know, give me a little nibble. (laughs) Which is not a problem. They're used to it. Did I clear my whole hunger track on that one? You did. What are you going to do, John? Find somebody sleeping at the bar? (laughs) Well, um, actually, because I was talking to the German guy in Maria's herd. I love we we ask consent, but we called him a herd. (laughs) I, I ask him if I can feed off of him. And as a bonus, if he likes... Uh, he can partake in a little of this uh, cocaine I've got, you know. Basically, I want to see if I can get him to take a couple of rails of cocaine and <laughs> go from there. But the great part is, if he does the cocaine and then you feed on him, you still get the cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, it's a win-win for everyone. Uh, Rhea, are you going to let this happen? Um no. <laughs> Come on, Maria. I have to be on my game tonight, and I'm asking permission. John, you will not get a member of my group addicted to your poison if he 
allows you to feed on him. That is fine, but no cocaine. All right, fine. I'll find a hobo or something later. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, if he's okay with me feeding on him just to clear the track, then that's fine. Sends the cocaine. Yeah, how many do you have in your herd right now? I'm going to say I have three there, and I only fit on one of them, so. Okay. The other one's taking a night off. So, yeah, the herd should still be fine. If I drain him for two, is that going to put him in danger or just make him really sleepy for the rest of the day? night he's gonna go to sleepy town usa okay then i then i train him for two and have a nice evening of it or not evening but nice nice feeding of it and then we can head out maria just uh take note that one of your herd because of john is going to be a little out of commission for at least a night or two poor hans (laughs) poor hans indeed poor hans he got as good as he gave come on he's fine So you all uh, make your way over to the armadillo. Coyote is waiting. And that's where we're going to end. Woo! Okay, cool. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in to episode five of season two of Unquiet Blood, a game of Vampire 5e. I have been and will continue to be your GM, Mac Beauvais. You can find me online as at Strange Like That, the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook's website, all of those good things. But more importantly, I want you to know where you can find the rest of our players. So let's start with Saint. Hello. Yes, I'm Saint Spider, and I have been playing Dia. Uh, and uh, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Saint Spider, all spelled out, all one word. And then you can also find me on Twitter at uh, Saint Spider TV, all spelled out, all one word. Hi, Michelle Otis, and you can find me on Twitter at Mishulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also get my music through Plate Mail Games on DriveThruRPG, or you can subscribe to BattleBards. Hey y'all, Jay Holtham here. You can find me on the socials at Jay Holtham in all the old familiar places. And you can also find me sometimes on Happy Jacks and sometimes on It's Probably Okay's Twitch channel. Hello, I am Pooja. You can find me on Twitter at L.A. Daisy Girl. That's L-A-D-E-S-I Girl. And pretty much everywhere else is Forgotten Saves. And since I like to hang out with Jaya so much, <laughs> you can also find me on <laughs> Happy Jacks RPG. <laughs> and it's probably okay. It's Twitch channel. Uh, hello, I am Wes Otis. You can find me at Plate Mail Games on Twitter. And you can find the show, the number 12, and then Cited Story is all one word on Twitter and on Instagram. You can also find us uh, our website with all the different links. And if you want to help out the show, there's one of three ways. You can give us a shout out on social media. You can uh, give us a review on any of the platforms you're listening on, or you can join us on Patreon where you get uh, cool content and early access. Thank you very much for running, Mac. And uh, we'll talk to everybody real soon. Bye. 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 Ciao.